Hi, this is Andrew Bass, and this is the Performance Podcast. Three thought experiments to start with. Number one, imagine a dear friend of yours calls you up and says, Hey, you're a business person. What do you think about these shares I was recommended? And mentions a publicly traded company that you're unfamiliar with. Well, you probably don't want to lose a friend, so you gracefully decline to give advice. But once you come off the phone, you Google the company anyway out of interest, you find an interview with the CEO. What sort of story do you need to be hearing so that you can judge the company as a favourable investment? Number two, second scenario. Imagine your niece, a recent graduate in science, not business, asks for your advice about a job offer, which would mean moving abroad to join a division of a multinational that's opening up in an emerging market. Now again, you are a little torn, since if you advise her to go, your brother might never forgive you for encouraging the apple of his eye to depart for foreign shores. But you wouldn't want to stifle her ambition either, so you say, well, only you can make that decision. But here are the things you should be finding out about the company and what the opportunity offers. What things should she be hearing about in appraising the opportunity offered by the company in question? Third scenario. A friend is a finance director for a medium-sized company. There's not a dedicated IT director, so IT is part of his remit. And he's having to consider some kind of new software system, and he's concerned that he buys the right one, both from the point of view of functionality, but also of continuity of service. What would you be telling him he needs to hear from the vendor about their company in order to feel happy to commit to them for perhaps five years? Now, as you took each of these scenarios, notice that you had to take three very distinct points of view. The first one was the point of view of an investor, the second of someone in the talent pool, and the third that of a customer. That is, from each of the three types of markets that all businesses compete in. Each of those markets needs to hear a compelling story about your company. And that means that you need at least three stories. The three stories you tell about your strategy all have to be truthful and consistent, but in different ways. And here are some general themes. An investor's story, well, investors are probably going to want to hear about exciting growth and uh, what kind of a risk reward profile they can expect. And they're going to have have a requirement for quite a financial kind of a case. People in the talent pool might not need such a financial case. And they may or may not be motivated by growth. Some people might find the idea of working in a very fast-growing company to be exciting and motivating. But other people will think that that's maybe too high risk for them from a job point of view. They might want to hear much more about the sustainability of the business and hear that it's a stable opportunity. One way or another, however, I've worked in a number of businesses where young people working in the company just haven't seen what a fantastic opportunity it would be for them. And we've done work sometimes to make sure that that's communicated to them, which has made a big difference. As for customers, well, customers are going to vary a lot more in terms of how much they need to hear about your business's strategy. If the transaction is just a matter of them buying something from you once, then they don't need to know more than about the benefits and the value of the product or service itself. But where switching costs for the customer are high, where there's a long-term relationship, where you've got sophisticated customers, 
they will need a demonstration that you're going to be around for a long time and they want to hear about planned upgrades, continuity of support, the sustainability of the business in general, innovations and so forth. So you've really got to tailor in all of these cases. And you've also got to watch the balance between the three audiences because if you overemphasize one point of view, that can lead to problems. And again, you often see businesses doing this. A business which puts all its effort into the investor perspective can drive short-termism and sometimes clever, clever financial engineering. If you put all your effort into the talent story, then you can run the risk of creating unrealistic expectations, which you can't afford to meet. And that ends up disappointing people. And graduate recruiters quite often fall into this trap, which stores up trouble down the road. As for customers, I've certainly seen businesses where the customer is always right to the extent where the business can't make any money because it'll meet every single request of every single customer, however unreasonable. So striking a balance is a vital thing to do. As a leader, it's a vital part of your role. By the way, there's a blog post on the three stories, and you'll find a link to that in the text accompanying this podcast. And I also devote three chapters in my book, The Performance Papers, to the three stories idea. So please do have a look there if you want to know more about it. Ultimately, once your strategy makes sense to you, think about it from the points of view of the various audiences. As we did at the beginning of the podcast, shift your point of view. Put yourself in the shoes of an investor, of a potential employee, of a potential customer. Are you adjusting the way you tell the story of your strategy? so that it is appealing to each of the different audiences whose commitment you will need in order to get it done. This has been The Performance Podcast with Andrew Bass. For more from me, visit my blog at www.basskluska.com.